have you not noticed that there's somebody or something that is already in your life that is a fantastic driving force for you? There's a pet or a person or a place that lights a fire inside of you in the best possible way, even if it's just for a second. You got to pay attention. My name is Jason Farias, and this is my Madness Method. We all have that person. We all have that thing or that place or or maybe maybe for you it's a dog named Reggie. Maybe it's being at the ocean listening to the waves crash, but there's something for all of us that in our darkest moments will pull us out or at least help pull us out. Even if it's just in our own headspace, being near that person, being near that dog or that cat or being in that place lets us breathe. For me, it was my grandmother for the longest time. And I want to share with you mine. And I apologize now if I get a little emotional, but it dawned on me as I was sitting down, getting ready to jump back into the story, jump back into the timeline of what my madness was when I realized that my driving force to stop the madness was my grandmother. And the anniversary of her passing will actually be on the day that this episode airs for the first time. My grandmother was something else. Very elegant woman, you know, dressed always very nicely. You know, my whole life growing up, I lived with her for the most part in my young years. And she was always entertaining. I always recall when I was little, I mean, three, four, five, six, young. You know, there'd be family and friends over. And my grandfather worked for TWA, also was a dance instructor, also a very elegant man. But he would bring home, like, you know, whatever it is they took off the plane because it could never be reused. And so there, the bottom drawer in the kitchen, there was one drawer, and it was it was always full of those little tiny liquor bottles, what you get when you're on the airplane. And, you know, Grandma would be in the kitchen laughing, having a great time, mixing cocktails. And, you know, here, Jason, throw this away. Shoot, throw this away. Even at the youngest age, you guys, I'd be cracking these little bottles open and getting what was left in those little 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 liquor bottles then i started having a good time on my own she showed me the kind of love that i hope everybody gets to experience in their life it was it was unconditional she knew what kind of shithead i was she knew that i was a massive pain in the ass but you know what i could be so real with her i i never had the Put on a front. If I was trying to act like a tough guy, boy, she'd put me in my place in a heartbeat. She knew that good little boy that lives inside all men. And she would bring it out of me every time I'd come to her house. I mean, hell, still to this day, she brings it out of me. You know, I want to take a moment 
and 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 do this episode and and celebrate her and smile you know this whole this whole week leading up to august 18th this whole week like it 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 affects me subconsciously i i i don't outwardly think about it but i notice my mood changes and i get heavy in the soul and i i get sad and i don't want to do that anymore i don't want to do that anymore man i i loved this woman and and she loved me and she made me want to be the best version of myself. Even when I was at my worst, I would think, oh, man, my grandma would kick my ass right now. And I'd have to find a way to get out of whatever it is I was doing. Not for myself, not for Cindy, not for my mom. Not It was, it was oh, God, grandma's going to, you know, and insert what she's going to kick my ass. <laughs> she was just one of those people that loved unconditionally. She'd slide in a little snide comment every now and then. She was slick with those. But, you know, I, I guess that's, you know, you reach an age and you, you get away with that shit, right? The periods in my life, you know, I'd put on some weight for whatever reason, because I was being lazy or, what, you know, at the time I got in a car accident and I was laid up, I put on some weight and she'd tell me, you're such a good looking boy if you just lose some weight. <laughs> oh, all right. So you're saying I'm fat, Grandma? Well, I didn't say that. Mm, not. I partly blame her for any of the weight I ever gained. See, my grandmother from a very young age, she would teach me to cook. And I don't I don't mean like, oh, hey, you know, I'm going to show you how to boil water. She always taught me that I should never have to depend on a woman. Now, is that the right angle to take? I don't really know. You know, she didn't know the demon that was, you know, living inside my brain, right? Or, or, or the damage that was coming down the road. But she would always tell me, I don't want you to have to depend on a woman. My mother, I, I love my, it's my mama, right? But my mama wasn't known as a great cook when we were growing up. Uh, she's gotten much, much, much better. So I think my grandma was protecting me from my mother's cooking when I was younger, but it, it became a passion of mine and it became how she and I spent time together. And, and you know what? I'd be willing to bet right now, if any of my cousins were sitting in front of me, they could tell the same story that I'm telling right now, but from their point of view, right? Grandma would always tell me, I'm going to show you the whole recipe. I bet you she was leaving some shit out still, but you know, I'm sure that that was her way to connect with everybody because for us and for, I, I, you know, millions of families, the, the kitchen is the focal point. That's where everybody gathers and you eat and you drink and you have a good time. And, but she and I, every year would get together a week ahead of Thanksgiving or a week ahead of Christmas. And we would start cutting up meats like for our Spanish carnitas. Now don't mind, don't bother looking that up. This is her concoction. That's what she called it. It's not a real thing. Maybe someday I'll do a cooking show, right? I'll show you. It, it was, it's our family thing or we'd be getting ready to make the paella, which is what we did every Christmas. I still do it every Christmas. I don't care if it's just me, my wife, and my two kids. I'm making a big ass pan of paella because I have to, it doesn't, it doesn't feel right. That's my connection to her still during the holidays. You know, for the longest time we'd get together and we'd 
make Rocky Road. And and we always had to make two batches because my uncle hates walnuts. And also he wanted Nutty Nutty with no nuts. That's the, the big joke in the family. Nutty Nutty with no nuts. Man, it's like a description of my life. Yeah, it's all the all the crazy, uh, all bound up. You know, that's how she and I, that's how she and I bonded. It was over food. And it wasn't just, it wasn't about the food. It was about the experience. Like when it was she and I, and we were cooking, it was just, it was just the two of us, you know, and there could be 50 people in the house, but it was just she and I. And we had gotten to the point where it was like chef and sous chef, you know, like we just moved around each other and we're just banging it out and feeding 35 to 50 people. Like it was nothing. When my sons came and I got to watch how she was with me, but at, at a age that I don't remember. Oh, I'm, I'm so glad they got to know her. I can only hope to be a fraction of a, as good of a person as she was. She was no angel. Don't let me, I'm not, oh, my grandmama was a saint. No, 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 no. My grandma was no saint. She was a human. She was perfectly flawed and she was absolutely amazing, but she wasn't no saint. Man, just some of the things that would come out of her mouth. I was like, oh, Lord. She'd always say she prayed for me a lot. I, I hope she prayed a little for herself, too. But I bring all this up, one, because I want to celebrate her. And it feels amazing to share her with, with you guys. And I, I realize that, you know, this is going to be over in what, whatever the case may be. But the reality is, is everybody should have somebody like my rose. Oh, my thorned rose. That's, that's exactly, that's exactly who she was, but she gave me the strength. She was like my Jiminy Cricket, you know, even when she wasn't around, I could hear her voice and I could hear what she would say almost to the point where I would scold myself in her voice <laughs> on many occasions. But you know what? She also gave me the confidence, even if it was just for a moment so desperately, I hope that you have somebody in your life that even even if it's just for a second, gives you that level of confidence. Everybody deserves to have one person in their life. And you might think this is a hollow gesture, but I'm telling you right now, I, I believe in everybody. And I, I, I believe in everybody to a fault. I mean, I give people chance after chance after chance because in my head, I know that if people ever gave up on me, I would not be able to be standing here telling you this story and sharing my grandma with you guys. And I'll, I'll be that. I'll be that for you. I'm serious. Reach out. You can on Instagram at my madness method. Email me my madness method 819 at gmail.com. Reach out. I'll do it. I put my cell phone number out there. Seems like a bit a little drastic, a little more than I'm willing to do right now. Um, but I'm serious. Everybody has to have somebody or something that drives them. She would expect it of me. She would tell me she was proud of me. And then she would tell me that, you know, you need to make your own decisions, but it, I think you know what you need to do. Yeah, it's funny that way. My own decisions, but 
yet I know damn well that's not what she meant. You know, losing her absolutely destroyed me. I don't know if that's how everybody reacts to losing somebody that they love so dearly. You know, for me, my grandmother was the single woman that had never done me wrong. I guess for that matter, I guess including woman is kind of irrelevant because in my eyes, up until a a very recent point, like I could tell you something anybody did wrong. You know, and that's something that we all need to work through because people are flawed and people are not perfect. They're going to hurt us, right? And holding them accountable for just being human is is a flaw of our own. But having having lost her sent me into a spiral that is going to be like many episodes, <laughs> many episodes in this podcast. You know, re- real quick, just decides. So grandma loved to be the focus of attention, right? So we've already established she's she loved to have cocktail parties and entertain at her house, right? But she always jokingly said, I, uh, I better never die during a birthday party or during a Raider game because nobody will come help me. The day we lost her, uh, which was August 18th, 2018, she passed during my birthday dinner with the whole family that was there at her house. Now, mind you, we we knew she was headed this way. But the other thing that was happening during my birthday dinner at her house was the Raider game was on. In typical grandma fashion, she found a way to uh, not only foretell when she was going to pass, but managed to make the party all about herself. And I cannot wait why I'm going to give her so much shit about that one day. You know, I felt when she left that I was alone in a room full of people. I felt like a piece of my soul died. I I needed to be there for my kids and I, and I couldn't. I had aunts and uncles that I could have been consoling and all I could think of is how am I going to get back to the light? It felt like I was in a 30 foot well and I could see the light in the circle way up at the top, but there was nothing to grab onto and pull me up. And that's not a good place to be. Clawing your way out of that hole. That is a solo journey. People can be on the outside and encourage you, but that climb, that climb is for you and you alone. It took a lot of years to claw out of that hole. Matter of fact, that 30-foot hole probably wound up somewhere around 70, 80 feet (laughs) by the time I actually started trying to crawl out. I could really sit here and go on and on and on about my thorned rose. There's positives and there's negatives in, in all of our lives. You know, for some reason, I'm able to separate the negatives from the positives with her, and I, I can't seem to do it with other people. I can't seem to do it for myself. I've already talked in in previous episodes about digging in and holding on to negatives that people have done to me that didn't even mean to do it. And I just lived on it. Okay. But one of my earliest memories is my grandmother dropping me off with my mom. This was at my mom's apartment in Beverly Hills. My mom was young. 
she couldn't have been more than, I don't know, 22, maybe? Not even that, maybe 20. Anyway, she had her own apartment in Beverly Hills. Now, don't get any visions of grandeur here. This was the early 80s, a normal neighborhood. This wasn't glitz and glamour, right? It was just apartments. Grandma, it was time for me to go live with my mom, and Grandma and Pop dropped me off, and I came unglued. That must have broken my mother's heart, you know, and I think about that often. But I watched as my grandmother drove away as I screamed for her, please don't leave me, please don't leave me. Now, mind you, that is definitely a core memory that I'm sure has manifested itself in all kinds of little fucked up ways, but... I was able to forgive her for that. There was nothing to forgive. Let's be honest here, but I'm just talking about as far as the healing process goes, like she did the right thing. That's, that was her grandson, not her son. It's funny, the things we hold on to and the things we forget, you know, I find that in my life, for some reason, the negatives are like tattooed into my memory. I remember so much negative and I'm 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 doing my best to replace those negative memories with positives and 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 it starts here this is what this is what we're doing here this is why you're here that's why you're listening you got to relate to some of this or maybe you're just entertained maybe it's just the sound of my voice right is that what my buddy said other than loving the sound of my own voice why am I doing this this is why because my grandma loves a good bad guy gone good story she really would and it'd be expected of me because I know better and I knew better and she raised me better and all those nights of her praying for me and just giving me back scratches and love and hugs and telling me that she loves me and that she's proud of me. I want to talk to her. I want to hear her voice one more time. It'll have to wait. We'll get there. But in the meantime, I have to try to make this world a little bit of a better place. You know, when she passed, the world got a little little darker. And I, I got to put some light back in. I got to carry that light for her. Because she's not here to carry it anymore. And I've done enough fucking wallowing and self-pity and self-sabotage. It's time to live for her memory. And I want to do it with you guys. It's so important that we all recognize. And, and here's the thing. It doesn't have to be this deep seated relationship. Y'all there's somebody that you cross paths with. There's a, a, a friend or a friend of a friend, or for that matter, it's, it's the guy at the corner store that just lights you up when he says hello. Right. Or it's your letter carrier, your mail guy, just the way he says, hello, like, we got to stop looking for these big wins because nobody's just one big out of nowhere, except for these lottery winners. Fuck those guys. Must be nice, right? But it's the little wins that add up to big wins. You got to pay attention and look for light where it exists because there's plenty of dark. That's easy. It's easy to live in the dark. Close the blinds. You got to open the blinds and focus. Let your eyes adjust. See what's right in front of you. We can do this. We can do this because we have to, y'all. We don't have a choice. Got to do better. Got to be better. Celebrate the lives of the people you love while you got them and after they're gone.
be the person that the person loved you the most thinks you were. And if that's your dog, be the person your dog thinks you are. If it's the beach, if it's the beach that fills you up, if listening to the waves is what fills you up, pay attention because that ocean never stops, nor should you. Thank you for listening, you guys. I'm sorry we got off subject a little bit. We're going to get back to the story, I promise. But I needed to celebrate the life of my grandmother. And I wanted to share just a little bit with you because she was that amazing to me. But I I can't allow her life to reflect negatively in me anymore. It has to be positive and happy because I did. I, I had her for 40 years. She was mine. Cherish what you got, folks. If you like what you're listening to, please subscribe. Again, like I said in the beginning, feel free to reach out at my madness method on Instagram or my madness method 819 at gmail.com. My name is Jason Farias, and this is my madness method. You take the world off my shoulders if it was ever to move. She turned the rain to a rainbow when I was living in the blue.